Okay, welcome back to another version of the Madden Derrick League Commission Note Podcast. We are through 11 weeks, heading to week 12, Thanksgiving upon us. Uh, hopefully I'm loud enough. Last week, anybody that listened to Sean providing some good stories uh, told me that the volume doesn't always match the rest of the podcast, so see if that works out, if I'm going to keep playing these songs during the broadcast, uh, you know, not sure how many people care about the awards, but we're going to keep doing them for now. Uh, but yeah, looking back at a eventful week 11 and a big week 12 coming up with Thanksgiving. Uh, I checked. Everybody has somebody as the roster stand right now. Everybody has somebody playing on Thanksgiving. Be sure to check rosters. This stuff could get pretty hairy if... Uh, Somebody who's supposed to play yesterday or is out. Uh, could be a tricky week, but that's what this is here for. Get the pot out before early Thursday games. Uh, and some good ones that have implications in the standings, in the Wonderlick, uh, the thing nobody cares about. Uh, but let's look back first, A starting off with uh, some Thursday... Sorry, some... Games from last week, uh, we had a big one. How about the first loss for Jacob? Uh, obviously, he was unhappy with Dak's performance uh, because otherwise, a solid week. But Kirk Cousins, the big pickup for Greg, getting the win. Uh, and Greg's starting to come on strong, still sitting in 10th place, but a big win to knock off Jacob. First loss for him on the year, now 10-1. and one. Uh, But did not do a lot to the standings. Marty... Still within range to catch him now, just one game back. All of a sudden, a tight race there in the Minshew Conference. Um, So a big result there. Other interesting results. uh, Tim taking the better of the matchup with my team, getting the double win on the Niners-Jags weekend. Um, And it's all thanks to another division rival ruining my week as the win on Jonathan Taylor's back. Uh, you take out the bonus, or even a couple of those touchdowns, and could have could have made a difference. Still won by 28, so not to take anything away from that. But big win for Tim, jumps right into the uh, playoff spot. Meanwhile, I'm out, bounced out of a playoff spot. But both at five and six, a lot of five and six teams, even quite a few six and five teams. Uh, nothing is decided even close. Except for, I guess we should give some kudos to Jacob. He's officially in the playoffs. Uh, so that's one spot. We'll see if he can hang on to the division and uh, or where he ends up in the standings. Uh, other games as we look around. Nice win from Jen, who remains in the playoff seating. Um, Sean with a nice win over Tuck to stay in fourth place. Uh, Bill starting to come back on tie. On Sunday night, Ty was not enthused about that. Um, but Ty did end up getting that win. Uh, Battle of the Jeffs, the Jeff off. And Jeff Alice with a huge win to keep his season alive, defeating Jeff Ventura, who still stands eighth in the standings. Um, Marty continuing to push along, keeping pace and keeping Jacob honest with a huge 144-point week to beat Steph. Uh, and the game of the week, uh, Carp and Weber in the Wilga Bowl 
between those two, and it was a must-win, I should say, for Carp. It was down at two and eight, had been had lost quite a few, uh, but hands Weber his seventh loss in a row, and it all came down to the last bit of Sunday night. Austin Eckler uh, scoring four touchdowns and putting up nearly 40 points to take over Weber's side, uh, and Carp with the win by 2.6 points. You may see that in the uh, awards as we come up to them. And why don't we start with them? And yes, welcome back to some more awards being given out. Week 11 awards, I guess you could say. Uh, party team of the week. Congratulations to Greg unseating the undefeated uh, Jacob last week. A, a big win for him. Those two sides putting up some good points. One of the few matchups where both teams got 100. Uh, but 121-8-4 for Greg. The big pickup. Getting some good weeks from unexpected players. Elijah Moore, 144 yards. Adam Troutman had a touchdown. Uh, you know... Mike Williams showing up with a big touchdown play late to kind of ice it right there. So a big win for Greg. Uh, honorable mention on the party team side, Carp, with his win against Weber in the Wilga Bowl. But uh, shout out to Greg there. Uh, Super Freak of the Week. Yeah! It is going to go to uh, the man I mentioned at the top of the show, Jonathan Taylor, who uh, has taken over the lead league lead in rushing, I believe, uh, 66.90. Uh, not, a, not a bad week for Tim, but he did provide nearly half of his points uh, in the win that gets him into the playoff push. Uh, another super free candidate, Justin Austin Eckler, for Carp, um, but Jonathan Taylor, the super freak. Uh, Joey Jojo Jr., the best pickup of last week. Mo, I need your advice. Yeah. See, I got this friend named Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. That's the worst name I ever heard. Oh, no. Hi, Joey Jojo! It's going to go to the, the man, really, one of the few picks that really made a difference last week, the pickup of Kirk Cousins. Uh, a much-needed over Greg and his Matt Ryan experience would have gotten him two points, but Kirk Cousins, 31, definitely putting him over the top, getting the win over Jacob, dropping him for the first time this year. Uh, another honorable mention, I believe it was in... 
whose matchup was that? I think it was Ty. Yeah, Ty with the pickup of Chicago's D. Uh, nine points in beating Bill by just over nine points. Uh, so a good pickup. Definitely not the only reason he won that, but uh, all the kudos this week goes to Kirk Cousins and Greg for the Joey Jojo Junior Shabadoo pickup of the week. Uh, we go on now to the Break Stuff Tough loss, close call, close loss of the week. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is, everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify. And someone's head off, no human contact. And if you interact, your life is on contract. Your best bet is to stay away, mother. It's just one of those days. It's all about the heat. And it, it truly was a, a close call, and probably if Weber was paying attention, made him want to break stuff. His seventh straight loss came at the hands of Justin Eckler right there at the end of the game, uh, the Sunday night game, getting all those touchdowns, beating, giving Carp the 2.6 point win over Weber in the Wilga Bowl. Big matchup there in uh, rivalry standings. And a huge win for Carp, who was. Really puts himself back in the race and out of uh, last place. Looking to try and make a run. Can can still finish with a respectable record, but needs to put it in gear. Um, so those two might be battling it out for last place. And joining me and Sean in the loser's chair in Vegas next year. Um, so cheers to Weber on winning that one. Uh, next up we've got the Bear Grylls Shite Player of the Week. One thing you can do if you're stuck out here with no water source at all is actually drink the fluid from a fresh elephant dung. Pretty disgusting, but it could save your life. And uh, you couldn't really have scripted this one any better. This one really did have to do with uh, shite, the poo-poo, all that is uh, Lamar Jackson and Cisco's Kittle Me This team. Uh, not sure exactly what happened there. I, I understand Lamar might have been a last-second scratch, uh, but really a, a tough call there, getting a zero because of whatever diarrhea symptoms he's got going on. Um, not sure if it would have made a huge difference. Is losing by 47 points, uh, but definitely a, a tough look. Uh, ben Roethlisberger on the bench had you 30, could have made it respectable, um, but just not not the look you're going for as uh, Lamar Jackson taking home the literal shite player. Uh, another one I would have given to Jacob, he kind of gave it to Dak Prescott on himself for that lackluster performance, um, but Cisco and Lamar Jackson take it this week, and we get to our final award here, uh, and it's everybody's favorite. That's right, the Tampax Biatch of the week. Uh, it's going to go to Jacob. First loss. Welcome to the club. Uh, how does it feel to be a loser? Now 10-1 and one on the season. Uh, could have given it to Cisco with his terrible performance, but I gave him the Bear Grylls. Thought those two can join together with the, the crappy awards on the week. Uh, yeah, Jacob still managed, you know, 100 points, so 
don't I don't know what else to say about that. He still rolling right along. He's in the playoffs. He might have earned a playoff spot even from a loss. Um, yeah, he's had over 100 points every week, but one that one week came in a win against Cisco. So you two can you know grovel around for that uh, accolade. And there are your awards for the week. Uh, looking ahead, big week 12. Let's check out some matchups as we have them. Uh, myself leading things off, taking on Carp, a couple of teams with losing records. Um, Carp really trying to get out of the basement there. Still a strong team. Um, tough to go in a week where, where my guys are back from injury for the most part. Although Russell Wilson is, might as well have stayed on the IR with those last couple performances. Um, next up, a couple of matchups that have NFL implications. I do want to look back and see people's records if they won the week that their team won. Um, but two of those this week is the Cowboys play the Raiders. We have two Cowboys fans. We have two Raiders fans match them up with each other. Uh, Weber taking on Sean. Uh, they were able to, to meet up over the summer at Sean's place. So uh, uh, that should be a fun one there as Weber trying to stop a seven-game skid. And Sean on his side, Kansas City with the bye. So see if he can win one without the likes of Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Uh, the other one, a, a fun matchup, Cisco and Jeff, a couple of uh, I think they were together at OG's, definitely B-dubs, uh, the restaurant tours going at a couple of five and six teams trying to get in that eight spot, stay in the playoff race uh, as their Raiders and Cowboys will also go at it. Uh, another matchup would have been nice to have him 11 and0, but Jacob 10 and one taking on a uh, a reigning champion of sorts in Jen. Uh, oh, no, she did win it last year, so she is the reigning champ. So the reigning champ against the people's champ this year, rolling along with Jacob as he takes on Jem, Little Niner and Ram uh, battle there. I don't think they play this week. Um, it is definitely not. The Niners, where are the Niners? Niners at home against Minnesota, Rams at Green Bay. Uh, we might have had another matchup. I think Bill, well, no, Bill's not taking on the Niners, so. There is that. A couple of two teams on the rise. Greg with the big win last week. Uh, jumping back into the playoff picture. Taking on Marty, who's got a shot to uh, wrestle first place away from uh, Jacob. And Arizona buys, so he would not have had the luxury of Kyler Murray. However, he has not played the last couple weeks. And, uh, you know, shout out to Greg winning last week without Alvin Kamara and probably will have to do so this week. Um, we move on down. Bill and Tuck taking on each other. Bill has been reeling with the loss of Derrick Henry. Uh, still a solid team. Going to have to go against Tuck, who will be missing his tight end, Travis Kelsey. Uh, but it should be an interesting matchup. Herbert and Allen, a couple of big quarterbacks there. A couple of solid defenses. Uh, there's pretty solid up and down. I guess Tuck's hit hard quite a bit by the bye this week. No Christian Kirk. Uh, Kareem Hunt could be back. He may be a big addition to the team that is relying on Sammy Watkins, Khalif Raymond, and Naheem Hines right now through the middle. So uh, interesting matchup. Bill could get a very much-needed win. Tuck with the win would jump into the playoff picture again. Uh, another couple of teams. Tim, 5-6 and six in the playoff picture, taking on Steph. They're at 4-7. and seven. 
after a big win last week for Tim. Uh, and lastly, Jeff Alice, his brother, at 4-7. He also got a big win in the Jeff off, uh, taking on Ty. And an interesting note on Ty, I haven't really talked about him at all this podcast, uh, was planning, uh, not exactly planning, but I thought I would uh, throw him on an episode since I'm a new father. I know he's got a kid, has one on the way, but I believe as, uh, I don't know if this is saying anything too early, I don't know if he's had the kid yet, but he's actually, his wife's actually in labor uh, when I talked to him, I think last night or the night before. Uh, so we we will see uh, if he ends up having a kid this weekend. Uh, I will say that the week that I won, the week that I had a kid uh, played against Ty, Ty rolled me, beat me by a good 50 points. Um, and now Ty, when he has a kid, is now going to play Jeff Alice. So that might be a, uh, might be like throwing the bouquet at the wedding. And now Jeff Alice is the next one on the block to have a kid. Um, so good luck with that, Jeff. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I know we have somebody else expecting, but not during football season. Uh, but a matchup there of a couple of guys who have three players playing on Thanksgiving as we stand right now. So hopefully Ty's able to set his lineup and, uh, and that everything's okay. Uh, hopefully I'm not breaking the news to too many people. I guess we'll know if uh, whoever's listening to this podcast, you may find out Ty is uh, and his family are in labor as we speak. So uh, those are the games coming up. Uh, rolling right through that and the um, awards as uh, as we're going to go. One last thing to, to go through the week. It is Thanksgiving. I wanted to give out some Thanksgiving honors. We had our little mid-season award show. Uh, I'm going to give you the all-Thanksgiving team here in a sec. Hey, you, what you gonna do? Hey, you, what you gonna do? 49ers, what you gonna do? Ravens, tell me what you gonna do? Jets, what you gonna do? Steelers, what you gonna do? Cowboys, what you gonna do? When the Jacks come with you? Falcons, what you gonna do? Browns, what you gonna do? Carolina, what you gonna do? Them Jacks coming for you! So we're back with you here, week 11, week 12, commission note uh, here in the Madden Derrick League. Uh, Going to go into some awards, some, you know, Thanksgiving in the past. I've tried to get creative. Uh, this year we were giving out an all-Thanksgiving team, basically the nine starting positions you have every week. I've assigned them each with a Thanksgiving food, uh, and we will start off with... Uh, the turkey so far this year, the best QB. Uh, that's going to go to Jeff Ventura and Tom Brady. Uh, Miss Ugg Boots, second year in a row. I don't know if he had him last year and also named him that. But uh, a big year so far, 321 points. The top scoring quarterback so far. Two bonuses. He's had at least four touchdowns in five different games. Uh, and the record not exactly showing the, the promise that Tom Brady is, has given his team at 5-6, and six, but he is in a playoff spot and uh, carrying him hopefully to the playoffs. Uh, this year's Turkey Tom Brady, Tom Turkey, there you go. It all it all makes sense there. Uh, wide receivers, I've got two of them, the yams and the macaroni and cheese. 
in our Thanksgiving feast. Uh, the Am's going to Cooper Cup, the top-scoring wide receiver so far this year. 246 points on Jacob's team. Can't say enough about him. He's had two bonuses for himself. Uh, six different weeks, he's had at least nine catches and multiple touchdowns in four of those weeks while also being on Jacob's favorite team. So that really lends itself to uh, a, a good pick, good player, uh, your top wide receiver. The number two wide receiver that will go in the, the next spot, uh, Debo Samuel, who is right now the second highest scoring wide receiver. 231 points. He has three bonuses. He's really picked it up in the rushing category lately. Eight touchdowns for the year. And surprisingly, crazy stat, 18 yards per reception. Uh, I was looking up who the next wide receiver, who's going to go in the wide receiver tight end slot, uh, who has less yards and about 30 more receptions. So, Crazy numbers there. Debo Samuel, big pickup for Sean. He is the mac cheese of this Thanksgiving feast. Uh, next down to the running back, the stuffing. I felt that was appropriately named because of the position and the uh, food. But it's it's Jonathan Taylor who has snuck in and become the top rushing uh, scorer so far. Looked like it was going to be Derrick Henry until he took a turn for the worst on Bill's team. But Tim... And Jonathan Taylor, 278 points, really jumping him into the playoff picture of late. Uh, Two bonuses. He's had eight consecutive weeks with a touchdown. He's got 15 touchdowns total, uh, ripping the hearts out of non-Colts fans up and down the league. Um, Jonathan Taylor, the stuffing here to our Thanksgiving feast. Uh, The tight ends, interesting position. I gave it a casserole. Uh, at my Thanksgivings, we usually have a green bean casserole. I'm sure there's some other casserole that others have had, but I'm kind of just going generic casserole here. Uh, and it took a while to find a tight end, uh, but the top scoring tight end at 150 points, Travis Kelsey, surprisingly, for Tuck's team. Uh, not a lot of points at all this year for the tight ends. He was a uh, well ahead of the next one on the list. Mark Andrews uh, could have given it to him as well, but we'll give it to Kelsey. He's had four-plus catches in every game this year, 300-yard games and five touchdowns as the casserole in this Thanksgiving feast. Uh, Moving on down to the cranberry sauce, the wide receiver tight end flex position. I alluded to him earlier, another Sean wide receiver in Tyreek Hill. Him and Patrick Mahomes have teamed up on a couple big wins for Sean this year. Um, 220 points for him. He's gotten two bonuses. As I mentioned, 84 catches and averaging 11 yards per catch this year uh, and a handful of touchdowns as well. Ernie the Cranberry Sauce spot on our Thanksgiving team. Uh, Next one, very important piece, the mashed potatoes in the wide receiver running back flex. It was a tough one. There was a couple of guys that were really close, uh, but just edging out is Carp and and Justin Austin Eckler, 198 points, a huge week last week. He's gotten 13 total touchdowns this year. Uh, he's got two 30-point games that did not include a bonus. He has no bonuses yet this year. Um, so impressive stuff for Eckler as he earns the mashed potatoes spot. Um, kicking. 
is, is going to be the pumpkin pie. You know, give it some sweetness. Why not? The kicker isn't good for anything else. Uh, and this isn't the top scoring kicker. I feel like kickers have changed hands. I could have given it to the top kicker, uh, which is Nick Folk, but I don't think he has been a member of his team for very long. Uh, but the kicker candidate on our Thanksgiving team is going to Jeff Alice because I know he has ridden and died with this guy all year. He drafted him. 81 points from him is Evan McPherson. Had a big three hit 350 yarders last week. He has six of them this year to tie for the league lead. Ten plus points in four games. Only one negative game for him. Uh, it's been a good year for the Bengals and for Evan McPherson as Jeff Alice and him earn the pumpkin pie honor here in our Thanksgiving feast. Uh, and lastly, the gravy. I figured the defense, the gravy covers everything. Covers a multitude of positions. Uh, the gravy this year is going to Marty in New England, who are the highest scoring team. Uh, could have argued Tim and Buffalo. I feel like defense have changed hands a lot as well. Uh, but Marty, 179 points from New England. He got a 50-pointer last week. Uh, the least amount of points allowed in the league. has gotten 30-plus points on three occasions. 28 sacks, which I believe is second. Three defensive touchdowns. Uh, a big season so far for the New England defense and Marty. So, again, we've got the QB, the turkey, Tom Brady from Jeff Ventura. Our wide receivers, our yams and mac and cheese. Uh, Jacobs Cooper Cup, Sean's Debo Samuel. The running back, Jonathan Taylor from Tim, earning the stuffing award. Uh, our tight end casserole is Tuck's Travis Kelsey. Our two flex positions, the cranberry sauce, Tyreek Hill from Sean's team. The mashed potatoes, Austin Eckler from Carp's team. Uh, Evan McPherson from Jeff Alice's team earning the kicker distinction and the pumpkin pie. And the defensive gravy is Marty and New England. Uh, so that will do it for our all-Thanksgiving team. Having a little fun. Uh, wrapping up, uh, kind of just checking out the standings right here. Uh, first place, you mentioned overall 10-1 Jacobs side. First loss last week, leading the entire league in points. Uh, he has about a 75-point lead on the next closest, which is Sean at 1350. Uh, allowing 1071 total points, which is the just barely the third lowest next to myself and Cisco. Oh, and I guess Marty's in there as well. So uh, Marty at 9-2 and two right behind him has also had the luxury of a low-scoring uh, uh opponents this year but he's now won five in a row slipping up continuing in that second seed um third place right now the only seven and four team is ty who has scored a good amount of points as well and has gone up against one of the higher scoring defenses uh, except for greg i think he is second place now at 1288 so a well-deserved seven and four number three leading the nedney conference over there has won these last six uh, and then we get into a little more of a traffic jam. Four, five, and six are all six and five squads. Uh, Sean with the points advantage at six and five. He's sitting in fourth. Uh, fifth place is Bill, who has struggled in trying to get things together without Derrick Henry and salvage a playoff spot. Uh, still a good amount of points. And Jen with 
A very low amount of points, only 10.53. I believe that's the second lowest in our league. But has managed to win six games, is six and five, and in sixth place. Following that up, a lot of five-win teams. We have six of them, uh, two so far in playoff spots. That's Tim and Jeff Ventura, both with over 12.50 in the points column. And they've both uh, gone up against at least 1,200 points, so no slouches either way. Uh, Tim has first person to use all of his allotted uh, waiver budget. See if that comes into play at some point down the line. Um, Jeff still one of the few with a majority of it left, uh, both at five and six. We have four other five and six teams all on the outside looking in, starting with uh, Tuck at five and six, and then Greg, myself, and Cisco in that order. Uh, Tuck in ninth place, 11-14 on the points. Greg slowly creeping up there, 11-10, just points behind Tuck. Uh, myself in 11th, hopefully healthy and can get back into it. Um, has given up one more point than he scored. And then Cisco somehow hanging in, 987, the only team without 1,000 points yet. And has not used any of his waiver, one of two teams to do that. Uh, sitting at 5-6. and six, We go to the bottom quarter of the league in 13th place, now 4-7, and seven, uh, is Jeff Alice. A little bit of a streak now, he's won two in a row. A couple of big wins, scored over 1,100 points. Trying to jump back in that playoff picture. Who knows, one win could get him right about 8th or ninth at this point. Um... And then next up, 14 spot, Steph, 4 and 7. She's lost five in a row. Had a really promising start at 4 and 2. Has dipped all the way down to 14th in danger of possibly ending up in last place with the punishment. Um, the other team who has only has not used any of her budget and has made one total move so far this year. So we'll see if she tries to get it in gear to get out of last place. And the two teams battling for last right now in 15th is Weber and 16th is Carp, both at 3-8, and eight, so only one game back, uh, and both have more points than Steph at 4-7, and seven, uh, and one of them has more than Jeff Alice, so some work to do. Carp has, has gone through some struggles with injuries as well. Eckler keeping him afloat, getting the big win last week against uh, Weber, Going on the head-to-head. -head. I believe the tiebreaker is going to be uh, total points. It has been in the past. Uh, I know one thing for the division conference champion, uh, the tiebreaker is the division record. So right now, uh, nobody's really tied. But I guess if Marty and Jacob were to finish both at, say, 13-2, and two, um, right now it is a 7-0 and division. Actually, I think... That's it. I think uh, Jacob has exhausted his division foes. He's played seven of them and is 7-0. and So he would get the tie-breaking win there for the conference um, with Marty with one loss, I believe, was to Jacob. Um, but for last place, it will go by how the, the standings show up on the Yahoo site, which I believe will go by points. Um, and so right now... I, Solid advantage for Weber, uh, about 80 points up on Carp. Uh, a couple of wins could get him easily out of that. You know, Cisco sitting under a thousand points. 
myself and Steph both less than uh, Carp, so definitely want to get out of there. I, I can't even imagine right now. It looks like Sean's going to be safe, um, but if I were to lose last place two times in the last three years and have to, I don't know what a double punishment would be, but uh, I should probably figure that out soon so that we don't run into the, any of those issues. We could leave it to Super Bowl squares or something like that. Uh, any suggestions for anybody that listens? I know all of you listen every week. Um, you know, feel free to throw them in there. Happy to take suggestions. Me and Sean are already in the punishment pool, trying to get a third person for Vegas. Reminder, Vegas draft August 19 and 20 in 2022. We're finally going to do it. COVID threw us off uh, as we prep for the 16th season of the Madden Derrick League. I think that'll about do it. Uh, any other comments, feel free to throw them in the chat. If anybody's got any uh, audio messages they want to send and throw in there, I'm glad to do it. Can do it. Throw it into the beginning of this podcast. For those that are listening, uh, this will be probably a late Wednesday release. Make sure everybody's got their uh, teams plugged in, checking on their players. Everybody's got somebody playing Thursday, so everybody will have a reason to watch and to set their lineups. Uh, and everybody enjoy your Thanksgiving. Good luck to Ty and his family. Hopefully we get some good news soon. And uh, as always, uh, only a couple weeks remaining, trying to get some playoff spots, trying to see who's going to avoid the punishment. Um, and as always, you know, miss you guys, and hopefully we can hang out soon, get a nice weekend there. Marty's been talking about getting together at his place or something uh, could be a real possibility if he's going to go deep in the playoffs with this nine and two team. So uh, thanks again. And I'll talk to everybody ahead of next week's games.